Welcome to a new episode of the Bees and Honey podcast. Today we're speaking with artist Hash Halper, who's also known as New York Romantic. Perhaps you've been to New York and seen some of his hearts and stuff like that drawn around the city. Uh, he has an exhibition now at a gallery called Art of Our Century in the West Village, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his art. Enjoy. Hi, good morning, Hash. How are you? Uh, good morning, Nicolette. I'm well, and yourself? I'm okay. It was good to see you briefly at your exhibition. Tell us about uh, your current exhibition at Art of Our Century. Uh, thank you for making it. Uh, well, right now I have a solo show of installation and paintings that is going on until February 28th. Mm-hmm. And the gallery is on 14th Street in the West Village, mm-hmm. kind of Chelsea, where Chelsea and the West Village meets. Mm-hmm. And it's a show full of work that, it's a conceptual show that ties into the work that I do in the public realm. Yes, yeah, so tell us a little bit about that work in the public realm for people who don't know you. Okay, so I'm a New York-based artist. And I do a lot of hearts. So I'm most well known for my chalk heart graffiti, where I go around the city drawing just simple symbols like the heart and kind of fill up whole blocks to create a landscape, to create a different uh, atmosphere of interactive art in New York City. Right. And that's why in the exhibition there was this pile of chalk and the crushed chalk piles of different colors, which was quite beautiful. And also people were encouraged to use the chalk themselves to create uh, things in addition to what you have hanging on the wall. We encourage certain artists that stop by for sure. But it wasn't a free for all for uh, drawing on the walls uh, for this show. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the I did have a chalk uh, installation uh, in the middle, sculpture piece of all partially used pieces of chalk that I had taken from my uh, drawing on the, the streets. So each piece of chalk, maybe there was a thousand in that pile, represents at least five to ten hearts drawn on the street that they had been used for. Ah, okay. That part I didn't really get at the time, so I'm glad you explained it. And um, how did you get the name New York Romantic? Uh, New York Romantic, uh, I guess I was on Instagram and I was thinking about the hearts and one of my uh, friends, a local wine store owner in the neighborhood, his son likes art, so he said, can he draw with you? So I said, sure. And then I was drawing uh, concentric hearts and his son said, "Hey, that looks like a leaf." So I looked up, uh, I looked up where the heart originated in art, and it was from a 13th or 12th century gold relief painting. I forget at the moment the artist, where a man was holding what looked like a leaf-shaped heart in his hand to his betrothed. Uh. So as far as the romantic aspect of art and the romantic art movement in the 18th century of painting landscapes, painting nature, 
painting trees, painting leaves, painting portraits. Uh, so my art show is about, so I, so I just thought it would be a good Instagram handle and I was tagging it around the city as well a little bit. And so it became uh, kind of tying it into the romantic art movement. Yes, it stuck. And uh, at the time the New York Times featured you, you had already been using that name for a while. Tell us about that article and what it said about you and your art. Uh, well, I felt like the Times, they were using it to, I mean, it was a good article and, you know, press is good. And it's just about awareness of the topic as well. But I, I think it kind of downplayed it a little bit. And it was kind of like, hey, this is a Valentine's artist who draws hearts for Valentine's Day, which is, I've graffitied 100,000 hearts at that point on the city walls. So to be, it kind of categorized me and put me into a, a little bit of a category. But I also, when you reach a certain level of like the New York Times and it hit the AP press, then I got picked up by Brazilian news and a Russian news broadcast that got broadcast to 500 plus million people worldwide. Wow, yeah. So, so it did work out somehow, even though it wasn't 100% accurate. No, well, it's like life. Not everything is exactly as you see it's going to happen, but things work out for a certain reason. Yes, that's a good uh, way to put it. And uh, you've done these uh, tags in the city and now they're on canvas. Would you say the message is the same or is it slightly different to fit the gallery context now? Well, for me, it's a connection between economics. Like um, Instagram has interesting things in like the same way of an Instagram post. Like you might not make a sale, but you might make Ewan McGregor, who I don't even think has Instagram anymore, but he did. And he posted five posts of me doing my work, like a whole montage. Wow. And from that, uh, one of the economic graduate school students from Paris, from the top second top economic school in Europe, uh, contacted mm -hmm. me because they wanted to do a senior thesis or include me and my art as a part of their senior thesis on the connection between culture and creativity and economics. Hmm. and they were interviewing the Met Costume Gala and a couple other aspects of New York City at that point. Of, this was a few years ago. So for me, as having a show in a gallery is also further connecting that economic connection to uplifting romantic imagery as some of my tags are on the wall and some of the paintings are more, I mean, takes more time, so they're more in a fine art rather than in a graffiti sense. Right. And this Ewan McGregor is like the actor from Clockwork Orange, right? No, Ewan McGregor is from Star Wars and Train oh, okay. Spotting. Okay, and okay. <laughs> he's like, a, you know, he's been in a lot. He was Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in the Star Wars trilogy. But I, okay, was, that's good I mean, he's just like an example for me. I was talking to someone and I, you know, they just didn't tag me or something online. And I said, they said, well, how was I supposed to know it's yours, your art or your graffiti or my graffiti hearts? Because there's been a lot of copycats and mm -hmm. along the way. And I just said, 
um, I didn't even explain it to to that person at the moment, but if you put out your name and your like email or your Instagram, it's less likely that that message is going to go out to the world because people are, you know, celebrities have lots of artist friends, people who have million dollars, millions of Instagram followers. Have, mm-hmm. They have a lot of artist friends. So it's like for them to pick and choose who they're going to promote online. It's, yeah. it's better. The message just went out. So I put out the message without like a phone number or where to contact me, you know, yeah. to be extreme. Would you call yourself a street artist? I mean, describe your whole body of work, how you started out in New York or wherever you started out. I was born in Philadelphia and mm-hmm. I moved to New York for schooling and I was always coming here as a child. My grandparents are from New York and my mother's side. And I was I started off curating as well. So I was doing fine art. I was curating. I wrote uh art articles for frank 151 one year Mm -hmm. and so to be a curator to be an artist to be uh a writer i call it like a slash so you might find different years of my like one year i'm curating more shows and then sometimes i'm working more on my solo work right and so I, i mean as a street artist people call me a street artist and i would say like definitely my landscape chalk uh abstract work is for sure street art and i had a physicist from spain come to new york city and we took a art walk and he he assured me he was dressed a little bit more casually than he is in spain for his physicist community he said they're very like suits and ties and he was like a little more artistically dressed but he looked at my art and he said oh that's the universe and that color is that uh oxygen and that is hydrogen and that is neon, and it's a picture of outer space. So it depends on how somebody sees your art as an abstraction. So street art, I would say graffiti. The term graffiti comes from writing, writing, I guess it would be writing words on on Mm -hmm. a wall. So I've definitely been known to do that as graffiti, and I've had a history of fine art throughout you know, the last decade in New York showing at different galleries like White Box and DNA Gallery and Mm -hmm. others. So, you know, kind of like a mix. Yes. Well, I'm glad I ran into this uh, New York City uh, exhibition just around Valentine's to remind me that this uh, idea of New York still exists. I know New York City can sometimes be rough on artists who are not part of the mainstream market. How have things been for you the past few years before the pandemic and, you know, even now during the pandemic? Well, I mean, for me as a artist for the last, I would say, I'll give it a seven year stretch of mm-hmm. the what I've been focused on, which is doing the graffiti hearts. Mm-hmm. When you're working with something that is not part of, is against the status quo. Mm hmm then you're fighting an uphill battle. And Mm -hmm. for me to draw a heart and have people look at me and go, what's that? Or curse me off or laugh at me. Or that was pretty much of the norm seven years ago. And now seven years later, you're going to see hearts in your advertising. You're going to see hearts on your clothing. You're going to see lots of different heart artists in different forms, whether just painting hearts or just including a heart within their paintings itself is like a notes it's much more accepted 
so there's definitely this this nature as well as when everything's going well you take whatever is around you for granted so there's a, there's a great passenger song where this artist musician from ireland was just playing the song on the street and you only love her you only know you love her when you let her go hmm. and he, he he wrote that song he played on the street and then eventually it hit a billion people on youtube and passengers now like more of a well-known artist but that idea of like you take for granted what's around you so when everything's going well and i mean the economic school from europe obviously thought my art had a lot of relationship to do with how well new york downtown was doing economically at that moment mm-hmm. other people around are more likely to just be like oh it's just you know it's not the art whether it be my art or whether it be the galleries in Chelsea or the Lower East Side. And, right. and for me as an artist, like it's, it's, I'm in a position where as times get a little bit more um, tough, obviously with the, uh, what's going on in the 2020, mm-hmm. that I'm definitely appreciated what I do more because it's, it's a lot more, obvious yeah yes yes and what do you see yourself doing in the near future what are your plans after this exhibition i mean the aspect of all the like the sales from my show right now go back into me buying more chalk and going and drawing more hearts around the lower east side and east village and downtown new york and generally at least i know what i'm doing is that i'm i'm drawing hearts Right. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you wanted to add before we end? I didn't really have much else to ask you, I don't think. Uh, I would just say, you know, thank God and to my family and many miracles and friends along the way to keep uh, an artist career. I think in any city is a difficult uphill journey mm-hmm. to be an artist because just to be an artist is against the status quo. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and then if, if you're selling if like I, I mean obviously so I'd just like to say check out my show at Art of Our Century mm-hmm. it's uh, running mm-hmm. till the 28th the gallery mm-hmm. is open Thursday 6 uh, 2 p.m. to Thursday to Sunday 2 p.m. to mm-hmm. 6 p.m. and we will have a closing reception on the 28th so if you okay cool so definitely like the idea of the heart is I would just say courage love it doesn't always have to be tied to a day it's a symbol that everybody's got a heart yes okay that sounds uh, very cool and i will uh share this as well as i can over the next few days hopefully some people will show up again all right thank you nicolette okay take I appreciate care it. have a good evening bye hope you enjoyed this episode listening to hash halper a new york romantic i hope he inspired you to have a beautiful and fun loving day bye